Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Awaken Together podcast. I'm Kat, and today we have a very special guest on the show. I'm so excited to introduce you all to my friend, Chelsea Bates. Welcome, Chelsea. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here. This is such an honor, and I can't wait to dive into everything. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. We're so excited to have you. When we wanted to do like a sound healing 2.0, aside from the one that Jen and I did like a season or two ago where we were just sharing our experiences, um, we wanted a pro such as yourself (laughs) to be able to come on and share all the wisdom and the things that we don't know um, to really enlighten our community with. So Mm -hmm. to give you all a little background on Chelsea, she is wonderful. We actually met through Nurture, um, where I work here in the Highlands in Denver. And Chelsea is such a gift to the community. She is an intuitive astrologer, guide, and healer, and the owner of Alchemistic Healing. And Chelsea, would you mind sharing a little bit about what you offer with your business? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm an intuitive astrologer, intuitive guide, and intuitive sound healer, Um, essentially in a nutshell, infusing an intuitive approach to a multitude of different modalities so that I can really create safe space for people to really learn about who they are um, and embody who they truly are, which I believe really is our purpose. Our true purpose is really just the essence of who we are at our very core, and we get to act that out and work with that in a multitude of different ways throughout our lives. And so my mission with my business and really my mission just as a person living on earth is really to create safe space through and with my friends, with my community, with my clients um, to really discover and understand who they are in in deeper and deeper ways. So that's a little bit in a nutshell Mm, um, what I do. Yeah, here at Alchemistic. So. I resonate with that a lot (laughs) in terms of like holding safe spaces for people to come home to themselves. It's such a beautiful life mission and purpose. And that has me curious. What's your human design? My human design is I am a 2-4 manifesting generator Mm -hmm. and uh, emotional emotional I believe authority authority yes 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 that's it Mm. I'm an emotional authority too I think we've talked about that before yeah Yeah. so cool Mm, that's so good some syncs with our purpose and yeah um, and how we make decisions totally totally what is yours um so I'm a four six projector oh Mm -hmm. I can see that so much (laughs) I love that (laughs) it's funny um Jen uh she's also a manifesting generator and I feel like the most people in my life that I'm closest to are Manny Jens. Mm. So it's fun. It's fitting. That's so fun. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. Mm. So you offer some amazing things through your business, mm. sound healing being one of them, also some different forms of readings. Um, and I mean, just landing at this point in your life with your business I can imagine, (laughs) such as myself, like there's a lot of different things in life that have to happen in order to get us here. So how would you feel about sharing your story, your Mm. why, and how you landed um, in the space of creation with Mm. alchemistic healing? Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So a little bit about how I've landed here, I think goes all the way back to childhood. 
You know, I have really early memories of seeing angels, um, little orbs in the skies, and um, silhouettes of glowing, yeah, silly, uh glowing silhouettes, quite literally, that I knew very clearly were angels as a child. And I thought it was the coolest thing. I would share it with my parents. They'd be like, whoa, super cool, amazing. Like, probably not totally. Like, oh, you're just being a kid. But I remember it so clearly. And I think it kind of started there. I grew up really religious um, in a home that um, we were somewhat fundamentalist type of Christianity. So I was homeschooled and uh, didn't go to school. And so I think growing up, I had this um, outsider, outcast sort of uh, story and trauma really develop in my being. And I think from that, in combination with just the nature of how my family was, um, I got a case of just developing a severe case of people pleasing Mm. and as well as just being a super sensitive soul um and so I think growing up feeling that sense of like being the outsider being homeschooled so not trusting my own intelligence um in relation to the intelligence of my peers as well as just experiencing a lot of people pleasing as a result of that because I really wanted to be accepted um from community as well as Um, from my family and just trying to navigate the complexity of that, I found myself in this dance of feeling really, really lost from who I authentically was. Mm. Um, And so around 18 or 19, I started going to an SEC school, University of Florida, and started getting into festivals, was in a relationship, and was opened up to a whole world of different experiences. Were you um, homeschooled from like like mm. preschool to college or so from third grade to okay. college. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, that's wild. It so like the majority totally. of your schooling life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which I it's totally my path. And I think I'm just now kind of coming to a place of acceptance that that was supposed to be my path. But um everything became so clear um, of that feeling of being the outcast, of being not intelligent enough, feeling and experiencing life um, to a point where I felt like I had to be small to feel okay, while simultaneously being introduced and exposed to different ways of life, like experiencing music festivals and working with psychedelics that were so inspiring and exciting. So getting into that, um, I started working with psychedelics through um, going to music festivals and really experiencing like what it meant to be in the present moment. And from that, Um, I got a lot of inspiration of, well, how can I practice this? Like, how can I make this magic that I experienced through psychedelics um, a part of my daily life? And so I got into meditation that was around um, maybe like 2016 or so. And um, that kind of opened everything up for me. And for the first time in my life, I was experiencing, I was starting to experience peace and presence on the day-to-day and as a result I felt more confident in my ability to 
stand in my truth mm-hmm. and to trust myself and to really love myself. And I think that was sort of this first opening, which this relationship I was in and the festival community and working with psychedelics had all given me, which had been um, so potent since I was coming out of a childhood and 18 years of feeling really trapped and traumatized in my own way. You know, I think we all have childhood trauma and our stories and um, this was mine and it led me feeling a certain way. And I found different modalities and tools and ways of living that really opened up a possibility or a perspective for me to show me that there's more and that healing is possible. And I say, I think through that, through the years, I just started becoming more and more invested. And then I think, uh, the Instagram world, especially like spiritual Instagram, wellness mm. Instagram really started to pop off around like 2018, 2019, I feel. Yeah. Um, at least in my, to my, uh, perception and what the I was saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think from that, I was so excited of, oh my gosh, there's all of these possibilities. Um, following intuition, higher self, divine polarities, inner child, limiting beliefs, like all the things. I'm like, oh my gosh, so good. Mm. Um, And so just through the years, getting deeper and deeper into that. And then eventually in 2020, I um, took a certification uh, to like officially reactivate my intuition and working with that as well as just looking up in the sky and seeing orbs and things that I hadn't experienced since I was a child um, all started to come back online for me um, as a result. Yeah, during COVID times. And what was that like, that like certification of reactivating your intuition? Mm. That sounds intriguing. Yeah, Yeah. it was so fascinating, Mm. really, really potent. And I think one of the biggest turning points for me where spirituality became more of a path of I'm going to do this professionally instead of which I think it's every person's path is so beautiful but for me that was this turning point of oh this is what I'm meant to do Mm. um like it's a calling that I have um Mm. to be in service for others and so I think through that intuition activation mentorship I was in I realized my gifts in a new way and um the joy that it brought me to be in service to others and read for others and translate spirit for others mm-hmm. um, and sprinkle my purpose and essence in the mix, I think is a really, really cool thing. So I experienced that in 2020 while simultaneously diving super deep into astrology more. I've took, taken more of the self-taught route with astrology mm-hmm. Um and simultaneously getting into that world Um, and then at the end of the summer in 2020 getting certified in sound healing so it's kind of like boom 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 let's do all the things (laughs) Uh, yep that's how I am too (laughs) Uh (laughs) so yeah that was that was the path and then I moved out to Colorado and from there um I opened up my business a year after I moved out here and started holding event spaces. Um, And then slowly over time, I found nurture Mm -hmm. and felt really called to open up a a space there to see clients in a one-on-one setting. And yeah, it's just been evolving more and more as the journey goes on. And I think while 
all of this has been happening, I, I also in my own journey have been moving through a lot of personal transformation, a lot of deep healing. And I really sense that where I'm at right now in my, in my business, in my life, is it feels like all of this karma and the patterns and the cycles of things that I've been like playing with and dancing with since the start of my spiritual journey, they're, it's all sort of come to a height and time and ready to really be worked through in this new way and not to say that there aren't things that I'm not gonna maybe always be triggered by but there's this opportunity in 2023 that feels like it's giving space for me to be able to embody my true purpose and witness my limiting beliefs and witness my trauma and my wounds and hold loving space for it, mm. not need to get rid of it. And I think as a result, I'm feeling so much more empowered and clear in my mission and my business um, and my own journey with what spirituality really looks like for me. So that's that's how that's the journey and that's where I'm at right now and how I've landed here um so yeah that's beautiful mm. thanks for sharing that yeah. do you think your Saturn returns coming are you like oh. about that point in life I, well, I hear you say like culmination <laughs> and like reflecting on all the things that you've been building and growing I'm like oh sounds like Saturn's coming yeah, yeah. so my Saturn return doesn't start actually until May 2025 okay um, so I've got a little bit of time That's but good. <laughs> but what is fascinating is that the nodes right now um north node and south node are you familiar yep. I don't know if you're if you've done an astrology episode if your audience is familiar yes, with them. Yeah. But essentially the karma and purpose, the karma and dharma access points in the in the zodiac. Um, and it's fascinating because right now they are in the north nodes in Aries, the south nodes in Libra. So we really have this space for um we are being edged into independence, leadership, sovereignty. Mm-hmm. And with being an Aries, uh, Saturn and Aries person, mm-hmm. astrologically, um, the, the universe is really setting things up for the Saturn return um, for the people who have Saturn and Aries in a really, really beautiful and unique way because yeah. there's already this support to step into the higher polarity of Aries before the lessons and the karma of Aries gets mm-hmm. cleared through the Saturn return. So I'm wow. feeling that for it's sure. It's all aligned, right? It's all cosmic. <laughs> Always. <laughs> all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely. Wow, that is super cool. And then thinking about sound, like one of the big catalysts on your healing journey, um, there is just so much for us to know, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm really excited just to be able to learn from you and like, how does sound heal? Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. So sound really is frequency and everything in this world is frequency we are frequency this microphone is frequency um the planet is frequency and it's tuned to a specific number of hertz frequency and when i think about sound healing as a powerful modality and how it really heals they are Sound bowls, gong, sound healing tools really are frequency shifters. And so we can use them as 
um, conduits for a certain type of frequency, depending on what the bowl is attuned to or what the tuning forks, whatever tool you're working with, whatever um, frequency it's working with, um, to really offer a specific um, frequency for a person or an item to match with. And so on a cellular level, our cells are constantly, as well as our aura, our um, electromagnetic field, is constantly shifting and moving between different frequencies depending on where we're at in our journey, um, what limiting beliefs we have, what um, how we're feeling in a day, our mental health, so many different things. And so because of that, we emanate a particular frequency. And if that frequency is um, preventing us from manifesting um, certain things that we're wanting to call into our lives, we might use a tool to help shift the frequency back to its optimal state. And so this is why sound healing and humans are work so beautifully together because since we are all frequency and our frequency determines um, our ability to manifest and really our ability to step into purpose, when using tools that specifically work with frequency, we can play them and our cells know naturally, our aura knows naturally to sync up with what it's receiving. Mm -hmm. In the very same way that when I'm sitting next to you and I can share something from my heart and you can receive it and you feel that frequency and it sits in your body and you feel loved or maybe triggered depending on what the conversation is, a multitude of different things it's the exchange of frequency. And so I the same thing. That. It's like when you're talking with someone, there's a natural mirroring in mm -hmm. the way that, like, whether it's tone or volume or, you know, even body language. Mm -hmm. I feel like I experience that a lot. So that makes mm -hmm. a lot of sense with frequency. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And so um, certain bowls or certain sound healing instruments are each attuned to a certain hertz frequency. Um each of my bowls are each tuned to certain frequencies that match the chakras, as well as each of them have different infused crystals. And so that adds another layer, which I would love mm -hmm. to talk about as we move on. Mm -hmm. um, but with that being said, I can play them and a person might receive it and not even consciously understand what it is or what frequency it's emanating, but it feels good because our cells understand frequency because that is how they work. And so another really beautiful example of this is water. We can program water and set its frequency or our food, for example, with an intention. And when we do that, because these, um, whether it's water or food, has a frequency and we infuse the intention into it, when we eat it, we are consuming that frequency and everything in the world works this way. And so sound healing is really a modality that targets this exact science and this exact um, way of understanding um, how the interesting fluctuations of how we can feel as humans really works. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, yeah. totally. And it's like in the morning, sometimes I like to whisper my gratitude into my coffee before I drink it because it's just infusing it with like love and gratitude. And then that becomes me. Mm -hmm. And so it makes so much sense with the bowls and the frequencies and how they're 
attuned to different feelings and emotions and energies Mm -hmm. so yeah I'm so Mm -hmm. excited like how about these bowls that you have right here in front of us like Mm -hmm. what are the different frequencies and energies associated with them yes so this first bowl that I have here is um a B note and so it's attuned to the crown chakra and it is clear quartz and so it has this clearing essence um, especially for the crown area mm-hmm. and so it could really help people open up their sense of trust in the universe and their path and knowing that the universe has got their back and so this bowl is really really great for that mm-hmm. this bowl over here is the note E and it is attuned to um, this solar plexus, so confidence and um, sense of like I am energy. And it's infused with labradorite and palladium, which together really offer an intuitive activating um, essence and really help others um help people connect with their higher selves. And because it's attuned to the solar plexus, it has this powerful I am energy. It really helps people kind of clear away any limiting beliefs around their solar plexus that may have them believing that they're not enough or that Mm -hmm. they don't have the courage to step into certain things in their lives. So especially having the trust in self to be an intuitive person. That's the way that I really trans, uh, like understand the powers of this bowl and the way that these two can really work together. Cool. And then the third one that I have here is um, uh, G sharp, which is attuned to the thymus, which is so, so incredibly powerful. And Besides that, it has dead sea salt and aqua aura gold. And so it has this really clearing sense Mm -hmm. um, where it can clear away anything in the body that's just not resonant, especially on a cellular level. Any cells that are kind of just like, maybe these ones want to die off Mm -hmm. or like they're just not um, a vibrational match for where I'm wanting to go in my life. Um, It just clears that away and has that extra power. So, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. So cool. Mm -hmm. I love that last one too. I mean, with the sea salt, it has that energy of the ocean and like the Mm -hmm. washing away and detoxifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll post a photo of these bowls on Instagram too. So folks can get a little visual to what these look like. Um, How about some of the other tools that you use? What do you use Mm -hmm. like other tools for? And um, I'm thinking about someone who might be a listener and like early on their sound healing journey if this is really speaking to them like what are some tools that they might look into or investigate Mm. or even attend um, knowing that those are going to be utilized yeah so different tools that I work with besides the bowls yeah Yeah, so um, chimes I work with chimes which are oh so incredibly powerful um, which really help to like clear away any busyness in the mind I think we have a really difficult time um stepping away from the mind and into the body and chimes can be really powerful in helping us step into the body more deeply um so i love to use those tools for that specifically and typically i'll use those at the end of a sound healing to lovingly softly gently bring people out of their journey as they went on through the sound healing and into the body and really be present with the senses it has this like taurus essence Mm. of like sensual and being in the body and experiencing your senses really presently so I love those for that 
and I work with the gong, which is attuned to the F note. So it's really heart opening. Mm -hmm. And gongs have this really powerful ancestral wisdom to them. Mm -hmm. And so I love working with that tool. And my gong being tuned to the heart chakra really helps people like tap into their heart's deepest desire and open their hearts up for experiencing more love. I think we live in a world that asks us to close our hearts. Um, And I think it's so incredibly important for us to have and work with tools um, if we don't already feel like we're able to tap into an open heart so we can experience greater amounts of love and greater connection. Um, because I think at the end of the day, that's what we all desire so deeply. Mm-hmm. So the gong is really attuned to that. Um, I work with a buffalo drum, which is also really great for heart opening and mm-hmm. has this very deep sensation. I also get a, a lot of... Um, sacral chakra activation from the drum it's this like creation Mm. essence to it so the drum is really powerful for that and I also work with ocean drum and rain stick which really just bring in this like connection to water and the healing powers of water and um, how relaxing it is and helps our nervous system really soothe and feel comfortable and able to stay in the um parasympathetic for longer amounts of time I Mm. feel like water tools are really powerful for helping people stay regulated Mm -hmm. um in especially in dynamics or situations that are really activating so I love using the water instruments for those um for those types of experiences for people and helping their frequency to experience those types of things so Mm. yeah Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you have quite a toolkit available mm-hmm. to you. And as you were talking, I was thinking about how like fitting it is and how it doesn't seem like a coincidence at all that you really like dove into this path through festivals. Mm-hmm. And festivals <laughs> are such a celebration of community and sound, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and here's what you're doing now. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, yes it's so true you know music is music is frequency and that's not I mean like I was saying before everything in the world is frequency but music has this really beautiful way of connecting us with certain frequencies and in fact I think it's one of the um, easiest ways for us to do frequency healing Mm -hmm. and we can do that through a sound bath or working in a one-on-one setting if we want to go a little bit deeper into that or going to a music festival and connecting with our friends and community and celebrating life through experiencing um, powerful frequencies through music Mm -hmm. yeah it is the universal language Mm -hmm. so thinking about um like real life examples transformations that you've experienced with clients in your group work Mm -hmm. do you have any Um, examples that are top of mind so I've had a multitude of different I've had people share a multitude of different experiences with me from what's happened for them after a sound bath and I've had people share they've had a lot of shifts 
on the physical pain level, um, as well as on the energetic level, as well as on the intuitive, psychic level. Um, I had someone once share with me that they had been experiencing a lot of pain in their um their feet and had had several surgeries and had been seeing doctors for years to try to soothe some of this pain and nothing was really helping and um, they came to one of my sound baths and told me that after in the days following that the pain in their feet had really subsided in a way that nothing else they had tried had really helped as much and that's when I explain that these tools are frequency attuners. I mean, they are on the very physical scientific level, like in our body, our cells are really shifting. And I think that's what's really, really cool about these. And so people can experience pain relief, physical pain relief from sound healing. Mm. And especially we can even go deeper than that and use tuning forks on certain parts of the body. Mm -hmm. So Um, If anyone in your audience experiences um, chronic pain or any joint inflammation, something really awesome to do is purchase a um, on-body tuner and they're pretty accessible. You can find them on Amazon and um, placing them on your body and playing them in the mornings can be really, really powerful if anyone experiences chronic pain. So that's something that people have shared with me in the past. It's been really profound for them, Um, as well as I've had people have incredible, intuitive, activating experiences through sound healing where they're taken on a visual journey of seeing colors and um, a whole story of something that their psyche and their spirit is creating. And for some people, it really makes a lot of sense. Other people are like, what was that? Um, that's me. Like, that's <laughs> me and sound baths. I, want to, I feel like I mentioned this in our other episode, but um, the first gong back that I attended, I didn't even know that it was not normal to see all, all the things I mm-hmm. saw. And so at the end of it... Um, I had, I mean, I had gone through tunnels and seen um, a little blonde girl's face looking at me in a certain way and then shot over to see these animals that I don't think exist on Earth. And it was a whole journey. And then after I asked my husband and my friends, I was like, so what did you all see? Mm. And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, didn't you see all that stuff, that crazy stuff? <laughs> like no I was just very relaxed like Mm. oh my gosh and that was one of the big moments where I was Mm. like okay like I have something going on here and then that was a big awakening for me was Mm. through a gong bath wow how fascinating everyone's experiences are so unique and perfectly attuned to them Mm -hmm. and what they're really needing you know if your body your spirit is craving more physical healing I mean you're always going to get all of the different types of healing, mind, body, spirit, and every um, vibrational attunement or sound bath. But I think each person might have a different personal experiencing of what they're perceiving Mm -hmm. based upon maybe more on like what their spirit is really calling in. And if your spirit's in a place where you're really open to experiencing new levels of your intuition and how to harness that as a tool in your life, sound healing can be really incredible for that. Mm -hmm. Um, Because of the nature of 
how sound healing takes you on a journey, it's very easy for participants to fall into it and to open to it and experience with it. And whether that means going on a journey and seeing all these visions or falling so deep into a theta brainwave state that they're just blissed out and Mm. totally present in the moment and experiencing what um, is happening in the room. Mm -hmm. It's perfectly attuned for each person. So yeah, I've had several people more on the physical level of the healing, more on the energetic, intuitive level of activation and healing, um, as well as, yeah, just nervous system regulation, really having an opportunity to be cleared of any frequencies that are not true to a person's actual essence. So sound healing is a conduit for that. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm. I love that. And then thinking about um, some of the other sessions that you offer people, um, could you share a little bit about what your readings are like? Totally. So my readings, I kind of mentioned this a little bit in the beginning. Um, I infuse an intuitive channeling essence into astrology, into sound healing, um, and create experiences and readings for people so that they're able to really understand who they are on a soul level and what some of these karmic ties are. And it gives a perspective um, of your life so that You know, I think it's so easy, especially if we're going through a hard time to get really caught up in the, oh my gosh, I'm just going through it. I've gone through this so many times before. It's again and again and again. And to get really caught up in the victim mentality. And I think sometimes it's really warranted. Like I know I've been there many times. I think we all have. And I think my hope with this reading is to offer people a perspective to feel validated for their pain and to feel like they they are safe to be able to grieve the challenges of it and to hold safe space for that aspect as well as create safe space to remind them of their power and how it's all divine and it's all happening so that they can really ascend into who they really are. And so, yeah, so that's the soul contract reading. And then the energy cycles essentially takes what we understand in our contract and uses that as a guide on how to navigate some of the cycles, energetic cycles that we're moving through currently or in the upcoming year ahead. So many people are moving through a Saturn return right now. If you've got a Saturn in in, uh, Pisces and that is an energy cycle of establishing the foundations that are really authentic to who your soul really is, right? I think at the very base of it, that's what Saturn returns offer. So I see many clients and we might go into, okay, you're moving through your Saturn return right now. How can you navigate this? Not for, not just from a practical um, standpoint, but from a really authentic soul aligned standpoint. Mm-hmm. And so really helping people navigate different situations or, um, circumstances that their life is presenting right here and in the upcoming year or so ahead um, so that they can come into deeper embodiment of their purpose. And so both of these readings really offer um, a perspective of deeper embodiment in their own way, but just depending on what's alive for you right now. Are you in a place where you're wanting to discover um, and uh, gain greater perspective on 
what your soul is here to do from a wider uh, grand scheme sort of mm-hmm. perspective? Or are you going through a breakup or um, did you just lose a job or things are really intense and difficult right now? You're going through a friendship breakup or something like that. And you're really needing safe space to grieve that, to process that, and to receive some guidance from the cosmos and the universe on how you can step into um, authenticity with yourself and navigating these difficult or beautiful times. It doesn't necessarily have to be a a challenging time. It can be something beautiful too. How can you harness that to um, your highest self and harness that for your greatest power? So- Mm -hmm. Those are those are those two sessions. And then my third one-on-one offering is um, a frequency attunement session. And so we really tap into um, a one-on-one space where I utilize sound healing tools as well as channeled guidance around what's alive for you right now. So someone might come in around... Um, wanting to manifest love into their life, let's say. And I might tap into them intuitively first and say, okay, awesome. I'm looking at the heart chakra. I'm looking at the sacral. I'm really feeling into your energy centers um, of attraction for love. Where are those at? What's alive for you? How is that really unique to you. And then based upon that, I will start channeling um, really a, a guided journey on taking their imagination, their spirit to a place to journey through what love really is for them and getting really clear on that um, in a really authentic way. And then utilizing the sound healing frequencies to support that and shift and change as the channel guidance shifts and change. And so each journey is completely, um, customized to each person, but in essence, that's what we do. Um, and then of course I'll deliver some channel messages if those come through at the end. Um, but really is a, a, an amazing healing session for people if they're wanting to implement some of the stuff that maybe we talked about in the readings um, more deeply into their lives. Mm-hmm. So that is that. And then I also offer um, a three-month coaching container where we take all of this fun information around our soul purpose and navigating the energy cycles and being in alignment with our true purpose and essence and really creating a customized journey for people throughout 12 weeks where they can really embody different parts of who they are um, through using the different tools and embodying their astrology, not just learning it, but really living it and creating um, a journey for people to learn how to do that. Um, So yeah, that's a little bit about my offerings. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Those are beautiful. Thanks for sharing yeah, those. I feel like we'll have some people listening who are like, ooh, ah. <laughs> yeah. So, so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that you really tap into your psychic gifts a lot mm-hmm. um, when you're working with people. And mm-hmm. so I was curious if there's anything that you're picking up for me mm-hmm. <laughs> right yeah, now. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Let me tap in for a moment. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. So 
what I'm sensing from you, the th- your third eye is so open. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. It, like, takes up, like, this much wow. of your forehead, it feels like. Like, it's so open. It's, like, <laughs> eyes Man. on a roller coaster. It's sort of, it's so fun. That's I love hilarious. that. It's wide open. <laughs> and I'm also feeling, like, ooh, some interesting stuff happening right behind your ear chakras. So I don't know if you're going through a little bit of a clairaudient activation, like channeling um, music or like using your intuitive sense in the from the perspective of like hearing intuitive insight or hearing messages or hearing a song that resonates. I was at the perfect um, right moment or overhearing a conversation that you needed to hear to like come into like to experience some sort of synchronicity. So I'm feeling a little bit of like this almost like pressure, but it feels like this contraction and expansion that's happening a little bit right behind your ear chakra. So I'm almost wanting like to do through the sound healing, like a little bit of support around those ear chakras to really like um, help them settle in to their activation a little bit. Does that feel resonant for you? So it's funny. I can actually like feel like a warmth like Mm. there in my head right now too, like behind my ears, like Mm. the whole back uh, bottom area of my head. Yeah. So we're feeling it together. Okay, <laughs> so fascinating. Yeah, it was it was yeah. really like it goes Super all the way around for sure. Yeah, that feels definitely like some clear audience. That's like, um, mm, what's the word? Sort of like it's coming into its net, like it's graduating into its next level. Mm. But before we graduate into our next level through our different, especially our intuitive chakras, um, there can be like a little bit of this, like compression and expansion and it can actually ache a little bit mm. and so they're ascension symptoms and so I'm wanting to like just support those a little bit and okay. uh yeah even them out and really give them some attention because <laughs> they're so funny I almost get like little uh like I can hear almost like they're they're their own beings that are like yes yes this is so good <laughs> I love that so much so yes yep, your chakras we've got you <laughs> oh Yeah, of course. Um, So yeah, that feels that feels really complete there. I think that that would be good to do a little sound healing to really tap into um, some of that balancing and like ascension symptom support of the ear chakras. Heck yeah! Mm. You know what's so funny is throughout this whole podcast episode, I've been as you've been speaking, I've been hearing your voice reverberate on the bowl, and I'm hearing literally like a little ding like (laughs) pretty often so so, wonder if that's relating that is so fascinating i'm i'm sure i'm sure i've been hearing like every every now and again little like uh ringing or like uh yeah vibration so So i love that so fun i'm excited me too let's dive in okay i love it
was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, it feels so good. They're so powerful. Yay. Mm-hmm. That was so lovely. Mm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. And to leave our viewers with one more thing, our viewers, our listeners, mm-hmm. <laughs> how can they connect with you? Yes. Yeah, so... I love connecting with people in person um, as well as online, but I'm definitely an in-person girly. I love the in-person connection. Um, So I am hosting events at Nurture bi-weekly now. So lots of opportunity there. Um, I am there all of the time with just my one-on-one practice as well as on social media, um, which is at Alchemistic Healing. And um, maybe you could link it because it, it's a it's an um, unique spelling. So sometimes it can be hard uh, to look it up just by listening. So through Instagram, um, as well as reach out to me on my website and connect. I love to get to know people and just hear their stories. And, um, you know, I think what I feel the most passionate about is witnessing the story and the purpose of each individual person, Mm because it's so unique with every person you meet. We were talking a little bit about that before we started recording. Um, And I think, furthermore, um, like even past what I'm doing in my in my work, I really, really care just about experiencing and witnessing the gifts of others. My soul is so curious and fascinated by it. So yeah, connect with me anyway and show me show me who you are. I want to listen, I want to learn um, and uh, love to connect. so yeah. Amazing. Sounds mm-hmm. wonderful. Yes, Chelsea's giving um, bi-weekly, every other week, group sound healings at Nurture. So if mm-hmm. you're local to Denver, you can find those out right on visitnurture.com's website as well as, well as alchemistichealing.com. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Thank Chelsea, you. for being here, sharing oh your wisdom. Thank you so much. This was such an honor, and I really, really appreciate you for oh, having me. Appreciate Thank you. you. Thanks for listening, and we will see you all next week.